Welcome to the New Day Community Church Sermon Podcast. We hope you are encouraged by this message from the Nichols Road Campus. For more info, look us up at newdaycommunity.org. Good morning, church. Welcome, everyone. Hi. Hi. Welcome to River Sunday. There's so much um, joy and excitement in the spiritual atmosphere already. So thank you, Jesus. So I feel like we're kind of a um, fall scene today. (laughs) There's such a, (laughs) on a completely not spiritual note, but a, a fun family fall note. I'm kind of like this fall scene and you're like a plaid picnic blanket. Kathy's got her fall leaves. Patricia can be our orange pumpkin. Like we're just, this is really fun. Okay. So River Sunday. Welcome to River Sunday. It's a little bit of different Sunday in that we give the whole service time and give the Holy Spirit space and time to do whatever he wants to do. And we just listen. We all attune our ears to what he wants to do and participate and follow. And it's something that we really value as a church is corporately hosting the presence of God. It's something we already do. We want to keep getting better at it and better at it. See, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12 that um, God gives spiritual gifts and distributes them to each one individually as he wills. So that means each individual who is a follower of Christ has been given spiritual gifts. And so when we come to church and we're the body of Christ, We all bring something, and we all should bring something, like a potluck. We bring something in expectation to share. Now, not all of us will share on every Sunday or every River Sunday, but the expectation is you're ready to should he give you something that's for everyone. So I want to encourage you with that, to be aware that he's put something in you. And I also want to highlight Ephesians 2, 21 and 22. Because I think we're very aware as believers that we are the temple of the Lord, right? As believers, he lives inside of us, right? Well, did you know that corporately, he lives inside the corporate gathering as well? In Ephesians 2, it talks about the people of God, that we're all members of his household, all of us, even foreigners and strangers. And it says, in him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Amen. We are built together to be a dwelling that he lives in by his spirit. That is amazing. And so, um, so Lord, come this morning, come Holy Spirit, that we would be built together and that you would dwell here. Thank you that when we're gathered in your name, you come. Thank you that we're the body of Christ, each contributing to the function of the whole. We thank you for how you design things to work and we honor you this morning. So practically, the kids all stay in with us on River Sunday. We really want them to be able to participate and experience what the Lord does this morning. 
There's activity clipboards that they can pick up from the kids station in the foyer. Also, Brandy has some paper on the wall. They can draw a mural. They can dance, and she'll oversee that. So we really want the kids to be a part of this morning as well. And I just want to point out Adam and Tara will be um, hosting the live stream. So we welcome our congregation at home. Pull your family into the living room and engage with this River Sunday too. And you can share in the comments. And Adam and Tara will share with the whole if you have something for everyone. But that is what today is to expect for today. We're just going to... So would you stand and join us? We're going to start singing some songs of worship together. And I just want to pray too. Marilee started to, but I want to pray also as you stand and join me. Jesus, in the Gospel of John, we read about how you stood up and said, if anyone's thirsty, to come to you and drink. And that streams of living water would flow from those who do. So this morning, pray this with me, church. We come to you, Jesus, thirsty. We come to you for a drink this morning, Jesus, and we look for ways that your Holy Spirit is going to flow from each of us. This morning as we gather, it's going to flow in worship to you. It's going to flow through the fruits of your Spirit. It's going to flow to encouraging and building up one another, and we look forward to seeing how it's going to flow throughout the week as you build on what you do this morning. We we come to you in faith and excitement this morning to be in your presence, in your river together. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
come alive in your presence. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So Holy Spirit, we invite you to come. And I pray that the freedom of the Holy Spirit would well up within each one as we honor you, as we glorify you, as we worship you in spirit and in truth this morning. We thank you for coming, God. Thank you, God. launch in every other god is an idol we cannot see and cannot hear the chords change faster there is one true living god there is one true living god and every other god is an idol we cannot see and cannot hear there is one true living god there is one true sing it out every other every other god is an idol there is one true living God. There is one true living God. And every other God is an idol. Cannot see, cannot hear. There is one true living God. True living God. And every other God is an idol. Every other God. Cannot see, cannot hear. There is one true living God. There is one true
morning, God is wanting to do more for us. He wants more miracles, more power, more investment, more connection with Him. And I feel like He's asking us for our faith. Just like to the disciples, He's saying, where is your faith? As in, where have you put it? You have faith in something. Where did you put it? And if you put your faith in finances, you'll be disappointed. If you put your faith in having a job or having a relationship, or whatever it is, or having a routine, that's a big one for me. Whatever you put your faith in, if it's not Jesus, it's not life. And he wants to give us life. So I just feel like God is saying, hey, trust me to solve your problems. Have faith in me to do more for you than you thought. Yeah, Jesus, give us faith for more. 
that's a gift from you, Lord. I pray that you would give us faith this morning. That is amazing. Can I, I just use a podium real quick? I felt um, one of the aspects of River Sunday is we just are open to the Lord, however, whatever he wants to do. And I felt so a few moments ago him give me a teaching on faith. now and I would love for the music to continue playing if that's comfortable um, and so amen <laughs> you just sang that out teed it up and so what I want to say and what I feel the word of the Lord for us this morning is apply faith to this fresh day that's what I wrote down apply faith to this fresh day this fresh opportunity to apply faith. God did awesome things last River Sunday 10 weeks ago. That's awesome. We need fresh faith for today, what he's going to do today, how he's going to move today. See, faith is substance and evidence. There's weightiness to faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, and it's the evidence of things not seen. And so, um, faith requires an effort. To apply faith requires effort on our part. It's not accidental. We, do you hear what I'm saying? It's an action we must take. It's a substance that is produced. And so there is this opportunity this morning to apply fresh, to apply faith to this fresh day, this fresh opportunity. Faith is saying, I trust you. I depend on you. You are God and God alone. You're going to continue to be who you say you are. You're going to continue to be good and merciful and righteous and steadfast. You know, the kings in the Old Testament, we saw example after example of how often they would, they would have faith in God. They would trust in God. You know, they were facing an enemy that they could not defeat, and they would go to God, and they would have faith in him and cry out to him, and he would, he would win the battle. He would do it. And then you'd see times where they wouldn't, where that same king didn't apply faith to the fresh day, to the fresh opportunity, to the to the day that they were in right then, the enemy they were facing then. Maybe they had faith and reliance on the Lord the last time or in the beginning of their ministry or the beginning of their walk with God. But they didn't later. And so there is this necessity that we apply faith to each new day, to each new circumstance we come against, come up to. And in Isaiah... 31, the Lord is reprimanding the people through the prophet Isaiah. 
and he says, Woe to you who go to Egypt for help. They did not go to the Lord. I'm going to read that verse. It's Isaiah 31.1. Woe to those who go down to Egypt for help. What does that mean? They put, they put their faith in another, not in God. They didn't rely on God. They put it in something else. What in our lives are we putting our trust, our reliance in other than God? Bill preached two weeks ago about what idolatry looks like in 21st century American culture. And I can't stop thinking about that topic. And it was so good. And the Lord keeps speaking to me about this. But continuing in that verse, you go down to Egypt for help who rely on horses who trust in the multitude of their chariots and in the great strength of their horsemen. But do not look to the Holy One of Israel or seek help from the Lord. And that's idolatry. We're singing about there's no other God like you. And when they went to Egypt, they were looking to another ruler or authority. That is where they had put their faith. They were, they were putting their faith in horses. That means they were putting their faith in resources. How many of you, it's so easy, I relate to this. I can easily put my faith in resources. They put their faith in the great amount of resources, right? The multitude of their chariots. Well, I have a lot, so I'm set. I'm gonna put my faith in the quantity of the thing that I have. Isn't that easy to do? part here um, they looked to the great strength of their horsemen that's looking to the competency of the people around you that would be like Bill and I saying we have an amazing staff here at New Day we have an amazing set of leaders and people here if I put my faith in the growth of this church, in the strength of my horsemen, instead of in God who's going to build this church. Do you see the difference there? So we want to always put our faith in him and, and apply faith every fresh day. You know, sometimes it's just easier. I was, I was uh, meditating on why do people look to idols? Why would they make that choice? They don't speak. They don't hear. Isaiah talks about a person had to gather some wood and carve a god. A person made it. A, a blacksmith had to weld it. And that's the God that you're going to bow down to. It has to be nailed down so that it doesn't topple over. The book of Isaiah said that's what idols are like. But why would we go to them? Well, I think it's because sometimes it's easier. Because faith is the evidence of things not seen. But this thing I can make is seen. So that means I don't have to exercise that faith on my part. It's a control. It's a we're deciding who the God is. Does this make sense? 
Yeah, so, you have, okay, Bill has an activation. I just want to see if there's anything else. Yeah, so I just feel like the Lord is continuing to clarify for us um, the reality of what idolatry is and the reality of what faith in him really is. And he's encouraging us through multiple avenues that, hey, apply faith for this fresh day. Amen. All right, so stand up with me if you're sitting, and let's do that. So this is one of those everybody talk all at once situations, but faith produces faith. You know, like we have some friends who um, raise puppies. I don't know, are they Labradoodles? something any and uh they don't make like uh, great danes you know like they don't expect the next letter to be great danes because their labradoodles make more labradoodles it's the same with faith faith produces more faith and it's why we read all over the bible remember 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 it's why when we take communion we remember so let's take a second right now to remember ways that god has worked in your life and then let's make that a substance, not just a thought, but a substance by speaking it out, okay? So we're just all going to pray together, and I want you to think of a way you've seen God work in your life, and I'll pray some out, and just speak them out loud as we do it, okay? And we're going to fill the room with the substance of our faith. It's going to be really fun. So Jesus, I didn't see you die on the cross, but you did, and I believe it, and that's my faith. I didn't see you rise from the dead on the third day, but you did, and I believe it, and that's my faith. I didn't see you heal a leper, but you did, and I believe it. Blind eyes open, deaf ears able to hear, I believe it. And God, just yesterday, I'm talking to a friend at a wedding, and he told me a story of um, when their son was in the womb and the report was bad, that, that what they saw on the report meant he wasn't going to make it, but they prayed, and you came through, and he's 16 years old, and he's at the wedding yesterday. That's real. That's you, and I believe it. God, I've seen you work in my life. Your forgiveness, your hope, your, your hand to hold when times have been hard, physical healing in my body. Come on, church. I don't, I'm not hearing many of yours from here, so speak a little louder so I can hear. <laughs> you're listening to mine. Okay, now you say what you're hearing. Faith produces more faith. What's he doing in your life? So speak it out. substance to that. The healing that you're still praying for, 
that's still there, the doubt that lingers, the difficult situation in a relationship, just raise your hands and say, God, I believe. Wow. I believe you. All the other things we just said out loud where you came through, I believe you're going to come through right now. I put my faith into words. I put my hand up to show the substance of my faith. on the live stream right now putting substance to faith and it joins together in unity this morning god is worship to you our faith is worship to you we believe in you your holy spirit is another unseen that lives in us but it's being expressed right now and we just recognize it we acknowledge it we acknowledge the goodness of your spirit in each of us what it's doing right now, what you're doing right now, Holy Spirit, as we all press into faith. Something's happening in the unity of that right now, in the spiritual atmosphere all around us. It's being filled with something. Faith. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your goodness. together everything that we see. That's more real than the things we see. Like Marilee said, we don't put our faith in the things we can see. We don't put our faith in a piece of paper with the president on it as a resource or an app that we pull up and we see a balance of how much resources we have. That's so futile. It's, it's so empty paper and pixels, <laughs> but you're so real. You're so real and eternal. So we put our faith in you. All right. This is amazing. On a really practical note, in case you are new to River Sunday or, you know, it's been 10 weeks and, and you kind of forgot, this is this is what it's like. We are together and we're asking God, hey, what do you want to do this morning? What do you want to say to me? Is there anything you'd like to say to me? And you attune your voice to his word and you listen. Where are you in the room? What are you doing? Is there anything you'd like everyone to know? He's going to speak to you. Sometimes it's just for you or to encourage someone, but sometimes it's something he might like you to share with everyone in the room. So there's different ways that you can participate um, on, on a River Sunday. There, it's freedom. You can pray. You can dance, kneel, get out your journal and, and write, draw, um, take communion. There's a group around the communion table right now. 
sing, per, Justin sang a prophetic song, share a word of knowledge, read a scripture, um, share a testimony. We've already been doing that, okay? So freedom to move around the room. That's what um, we're going to do. But if you sense you have something from God to share with every, everyone, then what you're going to do is you're going to come up to Bill or I and run it by us, and then we're going to decide how it fits with the flow of what God's doing right now. Okay, and you come, you offer your word with humility, with the desire to love, build up, encourage, console, or invite people to participate with the Holy Spirit in some way. So that is the attitude that we come with. Sound good? All right. All right, so let's pray a prayer together to get ready for that. Um, well, I just want to pray a line and have you repeat after me this prayer, okay? Say, come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Have your way in this place. Have your way in this place. Help me to be attuned. Help me to be attuned. To what you are saying. To what you are saying. And what you're doing. What you're doing. Help me be ready. Help me be ready. And willing to share. And willing to share. With others what you've put in me. With others what you've put in me. May I be a blessing to you. May I be a blessing to you to my church this morning. To my church this morning. Amen. That's a good prayer. So we're going to sing some more, and then we're just going to see what the Holy Spirit brings to the surface and how it all fits together. It's going to be wonderful. It already has, and it's going to continue to be. Fix our eyes on you. Stay in a place of worship in your presence.
by Brandy for a few minutes. Okay, well, everyone, in case you haven't met, this is my dad, Richard Kent. <laughs> and um, he has, I guess, a response to the word about faith. So while we were singing, one of the lines songs as he opens the uh, prison doors and then and then I thought of the, the song that he breaks every chain so the prison door is open the chains are broken we have to walk out of prison so and then so I'm praying to the Lord and I says well what does that look like how do we walk out of prison and um, then all of a sudden, there was this big thing about faith. So God has something for every one of us.
because Christianity isn't a isn't a a spectator sport. It's participation, and we've all heard that God has things for us to do. So, and it's so comfortable to walk back into that prison cell because we know what to do there. But He's calling us out. And then when we were praying here, I watched this beautiful little girl up here waving her. She didn't care if she made a mistake. She even tried to throw it in the air and catching it. And it didn't bother her at all. She had picked it up and started going again. And such is the kingdom of God. Don't be afraid to throw your baton. Step out and trust God. Walk out of prison and see what he has for you which will benefit all of us. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's give a clap to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Walk out the door. a door. <laughs> That's not hard to believe, is it? <laughs> yeah, um, so many of you know the story of uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And um, in the series, the last battle is one where there's a false lion. There's a false, <clears throat> false lion. False lion. So a man has taken a a lion and made a skin of it and he's trying to pretend to be Aslan who we know is Jesus and and there's a, a point where you have to walk through the door of the stable you have to walk through the door and you you don't know you see the false lion who's pretending to be Aslan and he's not and I just saw that there are people who are questioning, you know, like, who do you serve? And that, that step of faith is walking through the door. And I just saw that there's people here today whose faith is, is little and tenuous. And, and you know, I heard the Lord say is, you know who I am you know who I am and I'm calling you to step through the door. All you have to do is step through and you will be with me forever. And so often, just like what Marilee was talking about, it's easy to look to the thing that we can see, that false Aslan that we can see and, and well, he looks safe, but he's not safe. Actually, the false Aslan, the skin was rotting and it was disgusting. Jesus brings life. And it's not by our great faith, it's, it's his great faithfulness, amen? His faithfulness to come and rescue us, but we have to step. We have to take a step. And there's people today, I feel like there's people today who, who are like, I feel like they're riding on the edge always. And the Lord says, I put in you the truth. Just take a step and I will rescue you. Because he's a gracious, 
Um, he's a gentleman. He doesn't do anything against your will. So if you just take that step, he will embrace you. I just feel like there's people today that have not felt that embrace. So I want to pray for that right now. Would everybody just stand up, please? Just stand up and stand in the gap for those who maybe are having a hard time making that step. Yeah, Father, we come to you. We know that it's your faithfulness that leads us to repentance. That we only have to take one little step and you rescue us. We just have to believe and you embrace us and you use one another to embrace us. And so I pray right now for those of us that stand in the gap that we would reach out and rescue those that are around us. Give them that hug that they need from you. Yeah, and so I just feel like an activation. I just want us all to move into the aisles where we have space in front of us. So right now, just move into the aisles. And whatever you need to exercise faith and step forward, step through a door, whether you're stepping out of prison, whether you're stepping out of chains, you're exercising that faith. So I want you to... Um, Say, my faith is in you, Jesus, and then take three steps forward. My faith is in you, and do that activation to step out of the place you're in. He set you free. He's taken those chains off. now where you're standing, the new place you're standing now. I want us to worship from that place, right? Yeah. 
Amen. That was amazing. Thank you, God, so much for setting us free. We praise you and we thank you for that and for drawing us and calling us this morning by faith to step out. You've split the seas so we could walk right through. Thank you, Jesus. We honor you this morning. I feel like an appropriate next step to what God is doing with us this morning. Is there anyone who has a testimony of how they did just that, what we're talking about, where you were bound, an area you were bound, and Jesus set you free, and how you, the testimony of how you stepped through that door, how you stepped out of that prison. If you have a story, if you have a testimony to share, that would be such an encouragement to everyone. Just come and um, submit that to Bill. Testimonies are amazing. We really value them here, but I feel led to point out one thing about the testimony. Did you know that God used the power of a testimony to encourage Mary? The angel appears to Mary and tells her, you're going to have a son, and it's, it's, it's crazy, it's overwhelming, it's so shocking. It's not until he says, I've done the very thing with your relative, Elizabeth. He, the angel gives her a testimony. And upon hearing that, her next line is, be it unto me according to your word. She heard the testimony and she goes, okay, I can believe it for me too. So that's one of the reasons why we share testimony. So if you have a testimony of how Jesus set you free, how you've walked um, out of that prison, would you come and submit that to Bill while you're deciding if you want to do that or not? We have a word of knowledge to share. Um, this is actually from our online, um, someone from online, and Adam's going to share. All right, this is from Corey. He shared this online earlier in the service. He said, I feel like God is saying there's someone with a stony heart. And I was reminded of Exodus 17:6, which says, Strike the rock, and water will come out for the people to drink. Well, this is River Sunday, so that seems appropriate. And Corey went on to say, God's plan for you is to be a source of that living water for others to drink. And I was thinking about what Corey said as Kathy was sharing, and she was talking about how God's using us to embrace others and to hug others and to support others. And as we're all worshiping, you know, God inhabits our praises. So he's here. He, we are that living water to one another, and we can be that living water to all that we encounter this week. So can we just pray into that? So, Father, thank you that we can be used by you, that you can flow through us, and that your living water can go from us to our neighbors, to our coworkers, to our friends, to our families, to those in need of love. And today, right now in this moment, it can go to our brothers and sisters in this church that we, you can use us to be living water to one another. And Father, I do pray for those uh, that in that place uh, with, a, with a stony heart, God, I pray that you would flow through them and that you would melt them and they'd step into their identity. They'd step through that door into their identity and let your living water flow through them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 
All right, let's sing a song and come forward and we'll gather some testimonies while we worship. Your love, your love 
Testimonies, and I'd like to invite Carol to come first and share with you hers about how the Lord's worked in her life. Okay, um, 
1991, I was in my kitchen, just not particularly thinking of anything, and suddenly the word aneurysm shot through my head, and it was like instant fear, but my response was, God is with me, he will take care of me, and I just kept that, I made that my attitude, God is with me, he will take care of me, and um, I knew, you know, when I to the hospital, it was like four months later it happened, and uh, I, after it was diagnosed, I was laying there in the hospital bed thinking, wow, God, I know three people who had aneurysms, and they all died from it, and um, I thought, but no, you're, you're going to take care of me. If I die, you're going to take care of mom and dad and my family, and said to the nurse, well, after the first time, I walked in and said to the nurses, I'm here for my spa day. You give me pillows and a warm blanket, and then you turn on the happy juice, because <laughs> they do give you something to relax you, and, um, and God healed me of that, and now I have a tumor on my pancreas, but I know God is with me, and Whatever happens, he's with me, and um, we'll take care of everything, and um, what was I going to say? I guess that's enough, <laughs> but look for positive. Um, sometimes I would wake up in the morning uh, during these problems, and with just joy, and I know that was God, you know, unexpected joy to keep an add a childlike attitude and open to joy and ways that he blesses you and ways you can bless other people while you're going through it. So thank you for sharing. Don't go away yet. <laughs> I just wanna I wanna honor her faith, you guys. Wow. What what faith to trust God twice over facing very difficult circumstances and faith again now in the middle of a third. And so what we learned from Carol's example is that 
she's not holding tightly to some expectation of what God has to do for her. She trusts him and whatever outcome he brings. And twice it's been healing, you know? And so this is a difficult thing for us to get. But she gives us such a good example of being full of faith for healing and full of trust, even if what we expect and hope for is not the way that it turns out. He's still good. That's hard, but she's done it. And so I just want to honor that in you, and I want to pray for you. You want to say one more thing? Go ahead. And it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Yeah, so let's have some fun with her right now. Stretch out your hand toward Carol, and let's just pray. Father God, we thank you for a hero of the faith who's followed you through difficult circumstances before, who's found strength and and joy in you, God. We thank you for her strength and joy right now, Lord. And we, we pray for healing again, Lord. We're full of faith that you'll heal her body again and that you have more years of her being here in this family on this earth, God. And we join her trust as well that no matter the outcome of her circumstance or the ones we're facing in our lives, you're good and you're present with us and we can find joy in you, God. Help us with this challenging element of what it means to live as your people in a fallen world, believing in, in a miraculous God, but yet, you know, all of us meet our end in this day until you return, Lord. It's just hard for us to get our heads wrapped around it. So would you come right now by your Holy Spirit and teach us how to live full of faith, trust, joy, believing for the miracle, but not being disillusioned when when you don't do what we expect or the timing's different. Teach us how to walk through that in faith, to walk through that door too, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Carol. Thank you so much. Let's do, let's do just one more. Mom, will you come and share? It's a parent morning. I really had her dad, so I get to bring my mom next. <laughs> wow. Man. All right. Will you tell us what God's doing with you, Mom? Yes. Hi, all. Um, I had COVID in uh, 2019 before the vaccines came out, and it hit me good. And from that point on, time for me to quit working, but how could I stop working when I've always worked, I've always provided for my family, I've always taken that responsibility, and it was my security. If I quit now, well, we won't have medical insurance. If I quit now, the burden falls on Richard. He assures me that it's okay, but, you know, I just couldn't take that step. I couldn't do it. I knew I was making my work my idol. I'd been a nurse for 35 years. Is how can I give that up? And it felt like I knew what I had to do, but it felt like taking that step into that abyss to follow God and to trust him to do what I've always done for myself was one of the hardest things I had to do. So I, I weighed this decision in my mind freedom, oh my gosh, the freedom of having done that, 
finally had the decision made. together let's do no one everybody let's just celebrate and enjoy and and worship and declare our faithfulness to the lord as he's been faithful to us shall we
It's a River Sunday. If it's your first, welcome. I hope you enjoyed it. We do these every maybe eight to ten weeks or so, and we'll continue to do it. It's so wonderful. It's so life-giving, isn't it? It's so fun. I love the streamers and the dancing and the drawing with the kids. I love hearing what God's doing and has done in your lives and the words that he brings up and watching him put those things together. There's always kind of a theme that emerges, isn't there? And it's so cool to see how God works. So as we wrap up today, just a couple of things I want to uh, direct your attention to. One is you don't have to be done. You can come and see the prayer team if you want encouragement and stepping out in faith, going through a door. And um, not only can you go see the prayer team, but maybe go see somebody who shared a testimony. If you're looking at a situation in your life that's a little like what they described, go ask them to pray for you. That's a great thing to do. Um, and then two announcements for you. Starting next week, our pre-service prayer will be happening in this room in the back from 9.15 to 9.45, which is just a little different time in a different place. In the back of this room, 9.15 to 9.45 is pre-service prayer. Come and check that out if you'd like to. We'd love for you to pray into next service, uh, pray into the service. And also next week's service is special. We have a guest in town all the way from Japan. Dennis Sager will be sharing with us. Dennis and Kaku lead a church in Japan that we've had a long relationship with, and we're so excited to welcome him next week, hear what the Lord's put on his heart and how things are going with them. So we'll get that update next week. So that's what's coming up. Don't miss it. And uh, I wanted to say one more thing. The blog this week, Tara Shockley did a blog post this week that fits so good with what happened on River Sunday. So if you didn't read it already, check it out. Look for the links there and, and see how the Lord speaks to you through that as well. All right, let's just say one short closing prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did this morning. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for answering our prayer at the beginning when we asked you to come. You did, and it was awesome, and we loved it. And we love being your people, and we worship you. Amen. You're dismissed. Have a great week.